your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now, welcome back to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. Today is the last day of the regular season for the Golden Knights. We are going to be playing the San Jose Sharks for our season series finale. The Golden Knights have a chance to sweep the season series against the hated division rivals. Today we're going to talk about news of the day as we have a few call-ups from the minor leagues, maybe some injury updates and a few updates on the playoff schedule in the future. We're also going to talk about the keys to the game tonight and the game that just happened on Tuesday night between the Henderson Silver Knights and the San Jose Barracuda. But first, let's talk about the two call-ups that just happened on Tuesday, Dylan Sakura and Braden Pahal. Now, a lot of you guys have already seen Sakura play. He's been called up before into the NHL roster, but Braden Pahal is probably new to a lot of you guys. Now, Braden Pahal was an undrafted free agent signed by the Golden Knights in 2019 after he captained the Prince Albert Raiders to the Memorial Cup Championship. Now, I'm not sure if Braden Pahal is actually going to play on the season finale, I would think Dylan Coughlin would get the look first. But since it's against the Sharks, who are also playing with a lot of young players, which I'm going to talk about later, I wouldn't mind seeing Pahal. But I thought there were a few other players that probably played better than him in the AHL. Granted, those are those players are a little bit older, like Schultz and Murphy. But Pahal would be a good choice to see what he can do in the NHL. Like I said, I'm not sure if he is actually going to play. During his junior season, he has a really good scoring touch. He hasn't really shown it in the pros. He had This year, he has five points in 22 games. But a lot of the Silver Knights defensemen actually is not scoring much other than Murphy. They play a lot of stay-at-home game, which Pahal is actually really good at during his time in the in Henderson and he played most of his time with Jimmy Schultz. Now as for the lineup for the Golden Knights, uh, I want to talk a little bit about it because on Monday Kelly McCrimmon said that they are they will be able to dress 17 players tonight. Uh, obviously I think the forwards lines is going to stay the same. Uh, the misfit line I mean is going to stay the same. We don't know who's going to if Pacioretty's healthy or not. Or is Yanmark going to stay in that first line left wing? The third line, the third line is probably going to be Wa and Tuck, and probably Carrier. It depends if they have their, or they could put Sakura in there actually, and they can have Wa and Kolasar. If they're playing with seventeen players, they're probably going to have eleven forwards instead of five defensemen. They've tried that before early in the season, and we know how disastrous that is. So. I'd say it would be Yanmark, Stevenson, and Stone, and you have the misfit line. And you have Sakura, Wa, and Tuck 
and you have the new Bash brothers in Colossar and Carrier in the fourth line, maybe. Don't quote me on that. But now that it's interesting where the defenseman will lie, is Pahal going to play or is it going to be Coglin? But for sure, the top, we know who the top four defenseman is going to be. I'm guessing White Cloud is going to slide in there. We're going to have Theodore. and It was yet on Monday night. It was listed Theodore, Petrangelo, and then McNabb and White Cloud. Even though I think throughout the game, it was mix-mash just to balance everybody's minutes out. I think they're going to be a little bit more conventional uh, t- tonight. I think... I'm not sure if they're going to split up Haig and White Cloud, if they're going to put Pahal with McNabb, but Pahal on the top four is probably unlikely. I don't think they're going to trust him on the top with top four minutes right away, especially on his first game. If it's Coglin, maybe they're going to put Coglin there with McNabb, which makes sense because McNabb plays on the left and Coglin is on the right. So does Pahal, by the way. Pahal is a right-handed defenseman. Or they just—they could just go White Cloud, White Cloud and McNabb, and just a lockdown pair. They're gonna mix it up. Maybe McNabb and Petrangelo, and you get Theodore and White Cloud, and then Haig and Pahal. Um, we'll we'll see. But there's—they have a few options now, if if they if they go that direction, if they actually play Pahal. Like I said, Coglin could be up next. Maybe they could play Coglin again in forward. Maybe they have—they're gonna address 18. They have. Coglin is the forward and Pahal on, def- on defense. That's a possibility because we don't know if Reeves is ready to come back yet or Noshik or even Patrick Brown. Uh, with Patrick Brown now, they actually named Ryan Murphy the captain of the Henderson Silver Knights uh, on Tuesday's game, which was uh, a surprise to me. I didn't, I didn't even figure that out. Now, if Pahal actually plays, I want to talk about what you guys actually would expect from him. Like I said, during his junior season, he actually had a really good scoring touch. He had 51 points on 66 games on his last year, which is really good for a defenseman, even though when during your last year, you are a 20-year-old playing with 16-year-olds, which everybody really skews that a little bit. It did gain his... Uh, free agent contract with the Golden Knights, but that scoring didn't hasn't really translated in the pros. He had he, on his rookie season he had ten points on forty eight games with the Chicago Wolves, and like I said earlier today, he only has five in twenty two games with the Henderson Silver Knights. Although I do really like his defensive game, I think he makes really good decisions when when trying clearing the puck from. On the defensive end but he does have his mishaps he's not a perfect player yet that's why I'm a little surprised for the call-up but that's that's if he plays but I don't think they would call him up if he doesn't play to be honest with you I'm thinking he actually plays tonight so expect another rookie in the lineup and to be honest with you I don't mind it this is the last game of the season I remember a few years ago, during the last game of the season, they gave Jimmy Schultz a shot uh, to play his first NHL game and didn't really hurt much for the Golden Knights. My, the only difference is this game actually means something. You know, this game, you, the Golden Knights need to win this game with a help 
with some help from the LA Kings to beat the Avalanche to get a shot at that first seed and the President's Trophy. Granted, I don't know. I don't know if the Golden Knights really care who they play in the next round. They're eventually probably going to play the Colorado Avalanche in the second round, either way. But getting that home ice advantage probably is very important to them. Also, if they do play Pahal, I don't think he's going to play a lot of minutes. I think the five defensemen that's going to play tonight is used to be playing with just the five defensemen. So Pahal will probably get not a lot of minutes and the five defensemen is probably going to be okay. They, they've done it before. It's like, for example, Monday night, they've, oh, they did run out of gas. Pahal's probably going to eat up some minutes to help them with everybody's ice time, which is good. And like I said, this game is still pretty important and has meaning to it. We are going to be scoreboard watching, though, with LA and Colorado games, which has two shots of pulling the upset. Now, I'm going to talk about what I, what I think is the keys of the game are for the Golden Knights to not only win the game, but get themselves prepared for the playoffs, which is, according to a report by Sinbin.Vegas, straight from owner Bill Foley himself, that the Golden Knights are going to play their first playoff game on Sunday, and the second would be on Tuesday next week. So that's going to be really close. But before I talk about the keys to the game, I want to tell you guys about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started and I'll meet you there. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once I get Locked On Golden Knights Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. This podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has 9 delicious flavors, including occasional limited time flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. I'm just a caramel guy. I love caramel, and this one tastes so good. And it's healthy, too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar. A couple of them has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams of sugar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and you get the raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. If you haven't tried any of the flavors, you can get the mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 off BuiltBar.com. Now, I want to talk about the 
keys to the game. I think the Golden Knights needs to bounce back from the game they had on Monday. The Golden Knights are normally really good after a loss, and especially after a very emotional loss like they had on Monday. What I mean by bounce back, I feel like the Golden Knights need to get their scoring back. After scoring only one goal, they, I feel like, especially the top six, I want them to score a few goals just to get their confidence and their groove going before they have to face either the St. Louis Blues or the Minnesota Wild. Big part of scoring goals is the power play. Throughout the whole regular season, the power play has been one of the biggest issues the Golden Knights have had. They are currently sitting at 22nd in the league at 18.2 percentage, which is a very concerning because you need to capitalize on that power play when you get it, especially in the playoffs. Now, funnily enough, the Golden Knights scored most of their power play goals against the San Jose Sharks. I don't know why that is, but I, I just... Now is a good time to really kind of hone and practice. I want to say practice. Just, like I said, get your confidence up with the power play. Hopefully, Max Pacioretty is back and really get the units going and get the chemistry up. They, they've been switching around the power play unit throughout the season. I believe right now with Pacioretty ready, you have Marcheseau on that first power play unit with Mark Stone, Chandler Stevenson, Yanmark, and Theodore. And then the second power play unit, you have Carlson, Tuck, Smith, Petrangelo, and if Martinez, if if he's healthy, nor and sometimes it's actually Wah. Actually no, check that. I don't think Wah has been on the power play to be honest with you. But that is the biggest concern. I think the penalty kill is the best in the league, I believe, right now, at 86.7%, which is just bonkers. It's, that's close to 90%. Vegas power play, uh, sorry, penalty kill is just amazing to watch, really, to be honest with you. Another thing to keep an eye on is the race for the Jennings Trophy. It is between the Golden Knights and the New York Islanders right now. The Islanders have allowed 125 goals throughout the season. And they're done. They don't have any more games to play. While the Golden Knights have 122 goals allowed. That means the Golden Knights cannot allow three goals or they lose the chance of getting the Jennings Trophy. Well, if they allow three goals, they actually tie, which means four goalies will share the Jennings Trophy this season, which is Fleury and Leonard and Varlamov and Sorokin. So I would prefer the Golden Knights to keep the San Jose Sharks two or less goals. That would be the most ideal. And Fleury will get his first Jennings Trophy and Leonard will be getting his second, which ironically he won with the Islanders a few seasons ago. And if they keep them under two or under, I'm pretty sure the Golden Knights would win that game, which, you know, which is what we need to have. Now, we're going to be scoreboard watching with LA Kings and the Colorado Avalanche as they square off back-to-back tonight and tomorrow. 
Now, I'm going to be a Kings fan for today and tomorrow, to be honest with you, because I really want that first seed and try to avoid Minnesota. As I talked about the other day, uh, Minnesota has just played the Golden Knights really, really well this season. And I really do not want to deal with that, to be honest with you. So hopefully the Kings will pull it off. But going back to the Golden Knights, they're probably going to play Marc-Andre Fleury tonight. And the San Jose Shark will probably play Kosanosh, who I think has been really impressive for a ro- uh, rookie. But I don't think he's as good as Fleury. Now, Fleury, going forward, I think is going to be the, play- the goalie for the playoffs. I think he's been the better goalie this season. And I'm a huge, like I said before, I'm a huge Robin Leonard fan. I'm not sure if they're going to continue with the rotation in the playoffs, but I think Fleury deserves that shot in the playoffs. On the San Jose side, this game is practically meaningless to them, other than the fact that they don't want to get swept by the Golden Knights for the season. The Golden Knights is obviously 7-0 against the Sharks this season, and I'm pretty sure the the Sharks players want to avoid that because... They do not like the Golden Knights, and being swept by them will probably hurt a lot, both the fans and the players. But the Sharks are going to play a lot of young players tomorrow. They've been playing their younger players as they transition to a youth, somewhat of a youth movement. I'm not sure if they're going full rebuild yet, which I think they should, but they still have a few weapons like Hurdle. And Kane and LeBlanc and all, they still have those guys. And on the back end, of course, they still have Eric Carlson and Brent Burns. But they're also playing guys like Shemilevsky and Barbanov, who are rookies. That's why I think the Golden Knights is okay to play with Paul and match them up with those rookies. So I wouldn't say the matchup is going to be easy because the Sharks... Will probably want to spoil the Golden Knights' fun, and it's I think it's going to end up very chippy because that's how San Jose and Golden Knights games normally end up, especially at the end of the season. I don't I think the Golden Knights need to avoid that kind of game because the most important thing right now is to stay healthy for the postseason that's coming up next week. If the Sharks are gonna try to provoke you to a fight or or try to hurt you they need to just be care like be careful and like i said stay healthy last thing we need is mark stone getting in a fight and hurting his hand right before the playoffs i don't want that to happen knock on wood but it, it's just something you need to keep an eye on make sure because no matter what the golden knights they're in the playoffs they they're gonna have to prepare for the st louis blues or the minnesota wild and they need all hands on deck for the for those matchups. I'm pretty excited for this game as every Golden Knights versus San Jose game. Uh, it's just it's the thing about this rivalry for me is that the competition is not there, but it still feels really good beating the Sharks. Uh, it, they, they are the Golden Knights' first rivals, and the emotion is still there, to be honest with you. And 
I know that they're not very good. At the same time, I want them to get their rebuild going so they can be competitive again. And these games mean something. Because as of right now, this game only means something to the Golden Knights. Sweeping the San Jose Sharks would be great. Plus, having getting a shot at that President's Trophy. Obviously, I think the Golden Knights is going to win tonight. I am confident, but I am not going to rule anything out. I've seen the Golden Knights choke a game against the San Jose Sharks before, so I'm not going to count anything out. Obviously, I think the Golden Knights are very favorite. I think the game's going to end up probably like 5-2 or 5-1. That's my, that's my prediction. Now I want to move on and talk about the game that just happened tonight between San Jose, the, the Baby Sharks, and the Baby Knights, the Henderson Silver Knights. But, but first, I want to tell you guys about Wealthfront. I know investing can be complicated, but whether you are a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. This podcast is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet in all sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, so you can track all the actions at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, and this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus or your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code Locked On. So the Henderson Silver Knights beat the San Jose Barracuda 3-1 on Tuesday night. Logan Thompson came back for his first game since being recalled by the Golden Knights on April 25th. There's a few other things that I want to talk about this on this game on the first period i thought the game was pretty even at the the first half of the first period but then san jose really took control of the game on the second half of the first period it logan thompson stood on his head i think the, the period ended with 17 to 9 shots in favor of san jose but the Silver Knights came out of the period 1-0 with a beautiful goal by Ben Jones. It was a really good play by Paul Cotter. It was a 2-2 two two rush. Paul Cotter shot the puck. Ben Jones got the rebound, and it, that was it. That was After that, the Silver Knights hasn't really given up the lead. In the second period, another goal was scored by Danny O'Regan on the power play, set up by Gage Quinney. And on the third period, I thought the first line of glass 
Dugan and Quinny really took over. They every time they were on the ice, they were just attacking the San Jose goaltender nonstop. It was it was a very very nice. It, it was a, such a treat to watch that line perform, even though they didn't really get into the score sheet. They pretty much controlled play, and San Jose had no answer for that line. Now, Glass, I think, is going to play in the postseason for the Golden Knights, especially with the current injuries they have. With Thomas Noshik gone, we don't know what the status is for him. I think Cody Glass is going to get called up for the postseason now that they really don't have to worry about cap space. Because that's really what's been preventing them from filling out the roster. And I think Cody Glass deserved to be back in the NHL. Cody Glass has been fantastic in the AHL. He has, he doesn't really get into the scoreboard every game. But his presence is felt. He, he has so many moments where I feel like, whoa, that feels like he learned that from Mark Stone in the NHL. He forces turnovers in the neutral zone, creates chances for his teammates, and creates his own chances. Cody Glass probably needs to finish a little bit more because he creates a lot of chances. And I think he should deserve a shot back in the NHL. Is that, we don't, especially with, like I said, the injury issues with the Golden Knights right now. Another, a few players I'm surprised didn't get a shot this season, maybe because of cap constraints, is Dugan and Elvinus, who I think has been play, has played fantastic throughout the whole season. Dugan is probably one of the best rookies in the AHL. And Elvinus piggybacking off his stellar rookie season last season, has played also very, very well. Now... Am I expecting those guys to show up in the postseason? No, the only player I think is going to show up in the postseason is Cody Glass. Maybe Gage Quinney gets a shot. But other than that, nothing really unless the Golden Knights gets really deep and in, with injury concerns, which hopefully they 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 are not going to get there, to be honest. Like, like I, I know... That injuries happen, but I think the Golden Knights is deep enough in their main roster with a Dylan Coughlin, with a Nick Holden up in the lineup to for to have that reassurance with NHL experience that they don't have to call up Zach Hayes. I would say Ryan Murphy, but he doesn't even have an NHL contract. But the Golden Knights, I think, is deep enough in the NHL level that they don't really need to require a lot of the services that is currently on the Henderson Silver Knights. In the forward department, though, uh, it's a little bit different. They already have called up Dylan Sakura, obviously, and Thomas Yurko is another option they have. But like I said, Cody Glass, I think, is the only one that's gonna see playoff time in this roster. Cody Glass, I think, deserves to be in the. I think it's too good to be in the NHL after watching his him play in the a- AHL. I think his the this development really just 
his confidence needs that's all he really needs is confidence and sticking him in the AHL it's not really helping that but that's it for me today uh obviously the golden like i said the golden knights are going to play the san jose sharks tonight the la kings and the colorado avalanche is also going to be playing tonight so we're going to be scoreboard watching if you're looking for another podcast to listen to go check out the locked on avalanche and the locked on kings podcast and see what they think about the game they're about to play as we are all i feel like kings fans right now because we want them to win even though i think the kings really do, the kings fans actually really don't care if they win or not tonight but the golden knights players do go give them a shout out go give them a good luck tonight on their twitter and social handles but that's it for me i'll see you guys tomorrow as i recap the game against the San Jose Sharks uh, tomorrow and hopefully we can talk about a playoff preview and we know who we are going to play next week. So I'll see you guys around and thanks for listening.